Big beef happening right now. Shots fired from Dom Diablo to Ultra Singapore today. Stay tuned. We got all the facts here. And we have the truth. And the truth. So to those DJs that think you're the greatest, just stop looking, listen, because you haven't heard the So this is the Freak Beats EDM podcast again, coming back to you. Because uh, there's a big story breaking up at this uh, very moment all over the internet. I'm uh, IS23 from the UK, and on the other line we have Psyches from Toronto, Canada. Here, right. So, um, so I was uh, walking out today. I was checking out my Spotify list. I just noted that uh, Don Diablo have brought out his new single, which is mm-hmm. "Save a Little Love." It's uh, excellent, by the way. He's been playing live for quite a long time. As well as notice that he brought out his new album, which is called Past, Present, Future. He has fantastic tracks there. And uh, I was thinking initially I was just going to make a review of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, but then um, later on today, as I was again checking out uh, Twitter, I just found out it says, uh, this is my statement. Uh, so there's a tweet from uh, Don Diablo saying, this is my statement about Ultra. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Ultra Singapore was happening today uh, in Singapore, of course. And uh, he was playing live, he was scheduled to play at 16:15 uh, local time. So I just checked out, I uh, went onto Facebook because apparently he uh, posted a video on his Facebook page. And uh, what do you say, Cyrus? Uh, basically, Don Diablo um, had a video with him and two of his other partners. I guess they're managers on different ends. And it was kind of like apology to his fans for one, shorten, having a short ultra set, and two, is that he will no longer be performing at ultra events. Um, because uh, Don Diablo arrived um, late um, from, from, I think he was coming from Beijing and he's flying to Singapore the night before or the morning of. And um, there were some complications with his flight and he did not make it in time. But he did arrive enough for a 30 minute set and according to Ultra, that was not good enough. Yeah, so what did, uh, what did he claim? What, what, what has Ultra replied? He um, basically said that he was late and you will not get paid for this and you have to pay for the pyrotechnics. Um, Basically, he was the, supposed to foot the bill for this, and he, Ultra, basically, what on the video of what Don Diablo said, is basically his fault. Yeah, um, so that that's crazy. I mean, that's uh, I mean, I, I can't remember the last time uh, this has happened, and uh, no shows of artists can happen many times. And it's because of connections. Uh, let's just remember, for example, Martin Garrix in. Uh, Greenfields, I think, 2016 or 15. He didn't show up, he didn't make it. They had to do a replacement for him. And I think it was Don Diablo, strange enough, that he was replacing him. Or he came earlier or something like that. In his case, I think it was, uh, um, was Nicky Romero who kind of replaced him. He was play, uh, play, playing after GTA. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, then I was checking out the comments. I mean, there's this hundreds of comments on his Facebook page which are most of them supportive. Uh, have you noted the comments? Yeah, yeah, uh, most because he's reaching out to the fans, um, Don Diablo is, as you've seen him in many interviews, a very genuine type of guy and he, he loves loves the fans and he supports the fans as much as he can. Um, so it was really, like when you saw the video, it was very heartfelt. You can see it came from 
from somewhere from the heart because he, he he does like making connections with his fans and I think he is a actual genuine uh, type of guy as you can see in the video yeah I agree with you I mean I, I, you know he's one of my uh, favorite artists Starlight is one of my favorite tunes and as you say on the video it looks like this is a genuine response um, so the facts what we have at the moment basically is his video response mm -hmm. um, we don't have anything from Ultra, so there's no tweet or there's no official message from Ultra. No. What I noted on the comments is an acknowledgement emoji by a guy called Michael Fiveos, which, uh, for those who don't know, is actually like Mike from <laughs> the duo Dimitri Vegas and like Mike. Mm -hmm. um, so that that could mean two things. One is he just acknowledges his uh, hardship and wants wants to reach out to him. Or, uh, as we know, Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike don't play Ultra, mm -hmm. um, and therefore there something perhaps similar has happened, or there's a rift between the Ultra management and Dimitri Vegas, Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike management, and therefore he sympathizes, uh, and that's that's the point of the whole emoji, and he mm -hmm. kind of starts alluding. To some problems himself, doesn't he? On the video, or the not only to himself, he does say that the, even other acts have um, had uh, issues with uh, dealing with Ultra before. Correct, correct. Um, so he goes on, if I may read, that uh, uh, he says to me, So much goes on behind closed doors that you guys have no idea about. For me personally, I can say mm -hmm. things haven't been handed to me on a silver plate. In between all the happiness, there have been many dark days and struggles to get where I am today. I've been told so many times in my life I'm basically a replaceable asset with no real value. I'm still fighting this internally every day. So there's obviously a, a, an internal struggle there, mm -hmm. uh, whether you know whether he's worthy or not. And he goes on to give a very uh, heartwarming uh, message to his fans about stick with whatever you believe and value yourself. But let's just stay for a point and we'll come to the facts later on so you guys should stay tuned um, what do you think about this he says I'm basically a replaceable asset hmm well I mean he's re ultra sees because ultra is a business so anybody can fill his spot you know what I'm saying like I'm not personally I think every artist is unique in itself so it's hard to replace that specific person but as a business sense there are multiple DJs out there that can fill a spot I think that's what he's trying to say um, yes I, I agree with you, and I don't want to take uh, the side of uh, anybody until we come to the truth, but I think we the, there's two sides here. So Yes. Um, first of all, um, every of these big festivals like Ultra and Tomorrowland or EDC, they are businesses, okay? Yeah. Yes, um, well, it, it's all about the music and love and the fans, mm -hmm. but... Uh, I think people out there must realize that you can't put a show like that, like an EDC on Ultra or Tomorrowland, without a lot of money. Okay, so it is a business at the end of the day. If you want to go underground and go pure for the love of music, just organize a party around the corner of your house. You know, um, get a couple of DJs and your mates and just have a genuine uh, party. <laughs> but if you want pyrotechnics, if you want fireworks, if you want, you know, the huge video walls and lasers. I'm afraid there's money involved there. Okay, yeah. So that's number one. Yeah. Um, number two, mm -hmm. uh, I guess from the side of the DJ, um, the question to me and to you, for example, is why would you go to Ultra? 
or EDC or Tomorrowland, do you go for the experience of the festival or do you go actually for the music and the DJs? Are we talking about from a fan perspective? Yeah, from a fan perspective. Yeah, you go for the, the music. And while EDC is probably the only one that I would say that you go for the atmosphere, but definitely like Ultra and Tomorrowland is for the music. Yeah, I mean, lots of people may say that Tomorrowland you go yeah. for the experience as well. Um, I agree with you. I would go. I'm going there for the music, and the music is brought by the live artists or the DJs. So, from that point of view, who has more value? Is it the festival, uh, the organizers, or is it the DJs or the artists? Uh, it's still the organizers because they have to organize everything and collect all the DJs and put a budget forward and make sure every all the time management. There's a lot of work that goes into these festivals, right? And you can't have people being flaky is what i'm gonna say you, like djs not being able to make it on time or being late or you have to have commitment in order to have your uh, festival successful right if you're known it's your if your festival is not having like proper like djs come on time or it, it seems like there's a lot of disorganization just look at the fire festival that happened a lot of disorganization that like festivals won't survive if it's like that Correct, correct. And I guess uh, from a business point of view, you have to be spot on and everything. And that's exactly. why contracts are signed and money are is exchanged, isn't it, from both sides. So mm -hmm. uh, you, a DJ, is offering a service. They they actually buy your services. The organizers buy your services for a fixed amount. You have signed a contract. And I guess, although I haven't seen the contract, part of it is you show up on time, correct? That's right. Okay. So I would say that... Um, there is value, a lot of value in the DJs because that's why we're going there. But uh, also the festivals are there to kind of bring on the whole experience and, you know, bring the, the crowd there and mm. present the DJs with a stage, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, finally, I think we have to get to the facts. So what we think is the facts. So what we sat down is we sat down and decoded kind of a story of what may have happened. And I would like to hear your uh, well, the listeners' opinions or whether they believe this is what has happened. So, I was just checking... Um, shine the light. Uh, yeah, shine the light now. <laughs> so, Don Diablo's tweet. Uh, tweets, actually, from Twitter. So, he tweets at 3.36 on... Uh, um, no, actually, I'm sorry. Uh, he tweets a bit earlier. At 10.34 on Saturday night mm -hmm. from Beijing. Uh, and he says, basically... Uh, we just rock Beijing. We're just off to the Ultra Singapore to the airport. Okay, so that's 10.34, actually, uh, in the night on Saturday. So this guy was playing in Beijing the night before. And basically, he just thought, yeah, I'm just going to catch the next plane. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to get to Singapore. I'm just going to play Ultra, right? Yeah. Um, then there's a next tweet there at 3.36 in the morning. Now, I don't know whether that's local... Chinese or Singaporean time, they both uh, share the same time zone, or mm -hmm. whether that's UK time, it's it's quite unclear, but I think it's local time. Yeah, so I basically, agree. Yeah, so basically 3.36am, which is five hours later from the initial tweet, he says that um, uh, there's a delay, we're stuck, we hope we'll make the set. Okay. Um, so in his original video, if you recall, he says that we had two options. There's been delays. We had two options. One is to get a direct flight. The other is to get a, a connecting flight. And as we did, we did the right thing to arrive in time or whatever time they arrived. 
So after this, uh, things to remember, the flight time in between is about 6 hours and 15 minutes from uh, Beijing to Singapore. So I just went to the uh, Chinese um, airport uh, website and just had a look on what kind of flights go in between those two countries. It's actually, there's five connecting flights um, um, and um, it's run by Singapore Airlines or China, okay? And there's one at midnight, so 0005 that arrives, leaves Beijing and arrives at 6.20. The next available one, it's at uh, 8.55 a.m., again for Beijing, to arrive at 13.20 p.m. in Singapore. So I'm just trying to make up a story here. I don't know whether this is true. I don't have the facts. I don't have anything from Ultra, okay? But the way it looks to me is this. <laughs> um, if this, um, if Don Diablo played um, in Beijing... And at 10.34, he tweets that he's on his way to the airport. Now, we don't know whether the Twitter happened from inside his car, where they're rushing through the uh, streets. Or it was on the way, though. And we can yeah, say it's on the way. Yeah. yeah, on the way, yeah. But I don't know whether it was just finished, his set, because I don't have any facts from Beijing, his right. Beijing fans, mm-hmm. or whether it's on the way in a car saying we're on the way to the yeah. airport. Okay. Basically, he, but he was on the way. Like, he was done yes. his Beijing set, yes. and he was planning to go, like, his to the next flight that he was trying to make, which was... Yeah, which is the midnight flight, right? Yeah. So, Beijing from... I've never been. I hope I'll be one day, but, uh, you know, it must be a huge city. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the club was, so I can't talk about any transit time between the club and the airport, but we do know that for international flights, usually there is an allowance of two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to add up uh, the customs, the the passport check, and everything, right? Yep. So Beijing, huge city, lots of traffic. Saturday night, um, get to the airport, uh, pass through customs, check your passports, and I'm sure you know it's not the most uh, liberal, uh, uh, you know, country in the world. I'm sure they will have strict tests, uh, checks. I mean, to catch a midnight flight, right? Because yep. the logic is we're gonna catch that. Get a six twenty, get a nap in uh, Singapore, then go and play at four o'clock, four fifteen, yeah. when he set his schedule for. So I think you missed that flight, right? Yes. And the next available flight I can see is the eight fifty five in the morning that would arrive at thirteen twenty. So scheduled to arrive at thirteen twenty in Singapore. However, looking at the Singaporean airport now arrivals, it appears that even this one is a bit delayed. So they arrive at sixteen twelve. Yes. So it looks like these guys are just landing at sixteen twelve in Singapore with their set starting in three minutes. Okay. <laughs> and obviously being superstars or whatever, they'll probably cut a slack there and go through yeah. customs as quickly as possible and catch yeah. you know the I, fastest taxi. Yeah, I think I think like Singapore is a small country, so I don't think the place would be too far from the airport. So yeah. that's why he was able to catch maybe his last thirty seconds or thirty. Sorry, not thirty seconds, thirty minutes of his set that he could uh, display. Yeah, um, I mean, he, he, was, he was he was scheduled to start sixteen fifteen, and then finish a thing in uh, uh, about an hour and a half later. So reconstructing this whole thing from the data we have or the facts we have. Mm-hmm. So basically, from the tweets of uh, of um, Don Diablo, this is the most likely scenario. What do you think? Yeah, no, that's uh, 
by deduction of the elimination of those times here and you know calculating our at our own land but we don't have the full obviously we don't have the full story we just have the times and based yeah. on what he's tweeted yeah um so this is a theory but if this is what happened i'm a bit disappointed if um basically uh you know he says i mean there may be a little bit of a twist of truth there from inside and i do yeah. respect him highly as an artist yeah. now the argument is what is the exchange of communication between Ultra Miami management, sorry, Ultra Festival management, and his management? So was it very rude? Was it very abrasive? Um, you know, they did make a show up. They did try to play. They were told, you're not going to be paid. Is yeah. it about the money? Is it about the respect? I, what To be honest, think? I think it's about the money. Uh, they probably, Ultra's probably like, you came late. And I, I think they gave a little bit... Uh, set time to knife party or something and then yeah, they're yeah. basically yeah 30 minutes was not good enough for ultra to say we're gonna pay you i'm sure they will at the end of the day they're gonna have to pay him but now don diablo is gonna be i'm not gonna say out of pocket but it this will not hurt his career but this will may impact his career because ultra is a big platform um it's a big platform i don't think one artist himself can actually pull out a movement exactly. i just wonder I just wonder, though, whether um, one artist can make a difference and pull out other artists to kind of uh, gain control I, over what happens. I don't, I, like, to be honest with you, I don't think Don Diablo has the cachet in order for to other artists, other bigger name artists to pull out of Ultra. Hmm. And Ultra is just too important for many of these DJs um, for multiple reasons, because especially the Ultra Miami one. Where they get to display some of their music on on the uh, streams that multiple millions of people around the world get to that like set time so that they can watch it, stay up to watch it. It's yeah. just too big of a, a platform for anybody to uh, these DJs to ignore. I agree. I mean, this is at the end of the day, this is like a battle between individuals and and uh, big organizations. Yeah. Uh, and then I I applaud him for doing this. Like, if he wants to stand up and and um, be a martyr. For this cause, then five that, for the people exactly DJs. good for him. I I applaud him, but um, in re the reality that we live in, these DJs, a lot of these DJs producers want to make it, and Ultra is a big ticket item for them. True, true. So, um, this is what we have. Uh, it's a developing story, I guess. I just wonder whether we're going to see anything from Ultra Singapore or yeah, Ultra or Festival. we I'm I'm sure that they will send out a message. Um, cause it's considering how big that's, this kind of has gone, um, which is the reason why we're covering it right now. Yeah. Um, this is, this is, we try to reconstruct what has happened. We don't have all the facts. As I said, this is yeah. just a theory, but this is the closest we can, uh, uh, assume that has happened. And, and I hope, uh, I mean, we would like to hear your comments. Yeah. And so this is us saying. Well, also, if we got anything wrong, uh, factually, just, uh, send us a comment or a message cool. to letting us know um, that we would definitely correct ourselves because we, yeah, like we said, we don't have all the information. Of course. Um, we're just kind of speculating based on what has been presented so far. Yeah, speculate, speculate. So this is <laughs> us. This is IS23 from the UK and on the other line. Psyches from Toronto, Canada. Uh, that's us and this is the Freak Beat CDM podcast. So if you like this content and you want to stay in touch with us, we are heading to EDC Las Vegas for the Woo! party of the year in uh, yes. three, three days. So, uh, 
smash this like button, subscribe, so we can uh, we will do podcast there on a probably daily basis. Yes, we did. And yes. we did. So uh, smash the like button, subscribe to our podcast, uh, stay tuned, comment, uh, and share the contents, right? And share the love. Sure. Peace out. See you, see you guys. Bye. Bye.